Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Are you a lifelong fan of General Hospital? Are you a new fan who wants to know more about the history of the show? Do you enjoy talking about the show with others? Do you find yourself yelling at the TV? Is your self-care an hour a day in Port Charles? If so, we invite you to join hosts Amanda Kimmel and Shannon Coach at the place where all the hidden conversations take place and secrets are revealed. Meet us at Pier 54, a General Hospital fan podcast. Hello. Hi. Welcome to the General Hospital recap for August 21st through 25th. I feel like this was a really long week, and I don't know if it's just because of how I watched it, but the only real Port Charles pipeline that we have is from our buddy Rob sent us a quick message saying, hello, ladies. I wanted to let you know this past Monday was my three-year anniversary of watching GH. That day was Friday, August 21st, 2020, and it was the nurse's ball cliffhanger where Nell slashed Brooklyn and baby Wiley was kidnapped. And I was hooked. And soon thereafter, I found you. XO. Yay. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. And that was when he was in the hospital discovering General Hospital. Yes. <laughs> so happy hospital anniversary. Out of the hospital anniversary, but yeah. General Hospital anniversary. Yeah. I don't know. <sighs> but yeah, not a whole lot of other stuff going on this week. You have anything? Nope. Cool. So Hulu headlines on Monday, Anna is suspicious. Drew feels threatened. Olivia sees Eddie in a new light. Dex's cover may be blown and Sunny comes through for Carly. On Tuesday, Finn and Alexis attend an AA meeting. Liz and Austin tend to patients. Gregory gets a medical update. Dante is candid with Anna and Carly visits Drew. On Wednesday, Anna meets with Jordan. Sunny questions Ava. Spencer encourages Trina. Carly urges Drew and Felicia feels inspired. I think they were having like a contest of how many three letter or three <laughs> word sentences we can have as descriptors for each storyline. On Thursday, Jordan visits Curtis. Carly warn Sunny warns Carly. Spencer confides in Trina for Maxie and De- Lucy. Maxie and Lucy deliver bad news. Oh, that was more than three words. Sam calls out Cody. And on Friday, Brooklyn is livid. Alexis has questions. Cody makes his case to Sam, Nita confronts Sonny, and Christina confides in Willow. 
Mm-hmm. That all happened. Where do you want to start? Um, I'm just jumping to the end because you were just trying to figure out what to call anniversary hospital anniversary, blah, blah, blah. When Christina was talking to Willow, she said that Molly and them are having infertility. They're struggling. What did she say? They're having infertility issues, I think is how she said it. And I was like, no, they're having fertility issues. I feel like it goes both ways, though, because people say that they struggle with infertility, but then they're also struggling with fertility. I think it might be both. I don't know. The way she said it, it just sounded wrong. I was like, "Mm, it should be, those words should not go together. I know, I like, I got the point, obviously, and so did Willow, but I was like, she's not, how did she say it? I'm quoting it wrong. There's a lot of things that say struggling with infertility, but then there's also struggling with fertility. Yeah. So it's both. Well, I didn't like the way she said it. Yeah. It just, it, to me, it it contradicted itself. Like, no, the struggle is the fact that she can't get pregnant, which is infertility. Right. So that's what she's struggling with. And then she said it the other way. I don't know. However, she said it. But I really do. I think that either way, but I think either way, it is a struggle. Like you're struggling with fertility. The struggle is you're having infertility. Right. Yes. I don't know. I just didn't like the way she said it. I didn't pick up on it. Yeah. I picked up on the fact that at no point did Willow discuss after Christina mentioned to her that she offered surrogacy. Gee, it was difficult when I had to give up my own baby. Like Christina is talking to all these women who had to give up a baby or lost a baby. And I don't want to say that I'm, I did like that. She said, it's almost like she's punishing me because I can get pregnant and she can't Yes, because that's what we have been right. Right, right, right. saying is Molly's issue. However, we also still don't know. Yes. Christina went to the doctor. However, that doesn't necessarily mean hundred percent. You're good to go. Right. You can have all your numbers be perfect and it's still not happen. I mean the same thing with the surrogate, but it was weird that Willow, because I feel like they're writing Willow as Willow lost her child and she did, but she didn't. She gave him up for adoption and then he passed away. He wasn't right. stillborn or pass away right after she gave birth she to him. Thought, she thought that he was going on to live a mm-hmm. happy, wonderful life and then found out that he had passed away. So in another Emmy, Rob, like, yes, Caitlin sort of won an Emmy for that. Yep. yep. Oh, that, oh, that's she and Chase were better. Yeah. I Michael agree. would not have, he would have been like, okay, but you're still staying home, right? Right. Right. That didn't make <laughs> sense either. She just said last week, the doctor said, I can't go back to work yet. And he said, good, I'm relieved because I don't want you to. And then she walks into the hospital this week and is like, so Liz, when do you have a shift open for That's me? That's the thing. I think she wants to go back and she's not going to, she's obviously going to listen to her doctors, but she is letting her work know I'm ready to go when they say I can, despite what Michael might say. I'm telling you. Yeah, but I don't feel I'm like ready to go. her work cares about what Michael says one way or the other. She needs that doctor. But the quartermains run that hospital. So if Michael could have been oh, like saying something about, he oh, Willow that. wants to stay home. And yeah, I think they're going to get into an, an issue with Michael wanting her to stay home and she wants to go back to work. Which doesn't even make sense because I feel like whatever you've grown up with is kind of what you tend to go towards or want to go towards. So Michael has grown up in the Quartermain family and the Corinthos family that it was all women who worked in some capacity at at times and that there were very competent, loving nannies around 
to take care of them. Mm -hmm. So why does Willow need to stay home with her kids when they have a very competent and loving nanny? He and Willow should be able to work schedules so that they still have plenty of family time. I I don't know. I don't get it. (laughs) My mom stayed home and I was like, I want to work. And I've pretty much worked two jobs since I was 16. (laughs) I consider this work. I put in part-time work hours on this. Oh, absolutely. But, yeah, I don't know. That was just... It was just weird that it happened the following week. If she would have gone, say, next month, two months from now, to the doctor, and they would have been like, here's your paper that releases you back to, you know, full duty on everything. If you're ready to work, if you're ready to volunteer at Wiley's school or whatever, like... You're allowed to be back right around other people now, a hundred percent. And then she went to Liz and was like, I know Michael wishes I'd spend more time at home, but I'm ready. Okay. But until you get that note from the doctor, it, they can't assign you a shift. It doesn't matter. I think she was just giving a heads up though. That's all I thought it was, was, Hey, when I'm, when I'm able, I'll be here. And then Alexis and Molly had dinner with Andrea. And I forgot to say last week, the actress portraying Andrea is Gregory Harrison's real life daughter. That is so cool. But yeah, I felt like it was a good conversation. Alexis got to the heart of it. She was like, okay, yeah, like I get what you're saying about money and your kid and whatever, blah, blah, blah. But what is this going to mean to you? Here's my problem, though. How dumb does she think her son is that he's not going to realize she's pregnant? Right. Right. He's so little, he won't even know. They have to wait over a year before they can get pregnant again, right? Right. So my son was 17 months old when my daughter was born. He knew exactly what was going on. Yeah. Right. Maybe she I'm sorry, I just called a baby dumb. <laughs> no, you didn't. No, you didn't. You're you're speaking on his behalf that he's not. Correct. Dumb. That is what I was trying to say. Because But yeah. I think she means that he'll hopefully kind of just forget or have like a vague memory of, Hey, weren't you pregnant? I kind of remember that, but I don't. And then she can say, Oh yeah, I was a surrogate for somebody. Right. But he needs to know too, especially at his age, he needs to be aware that mommy might not be able to do some of the things that she previously could like at some point might not be able to pick him up the same way or play the same way. And that's right. That can happen. Yeah. I, I just feel like you would tell them, obviously there's been a million people who have been surrogates with children of all different ages. I'm sure that they help guide you on what to say to your children. So they understand. Again, I know that my family member that um, had the twins for a family was very open with her boys. They're younger, like kindergarten or less. And so she was very open about she's having these babies or a gift for someone else because that right. mommy couldn't carry them, blah, blah, blah. But the one did go to preschool and be like, my mommy's having twins. They're not my daddy's. <laughs> so, yeah, you got to love kids and what well, they and say. The other thing, I mean, strangers are going to say, right. are, you are you excited to be a big brother? Yep. Yep. He needs to be able to say, nope, that's a gift for someone else. Right. I hope that they cover that part of it too. Although, you know, Molly's going to have a baby next week. Right. At the rate that they're doing this entire story. Yep. yep. I'm sorry. I'm done. I don't like how they're doing it. No, this is one of those things where, okay, you may be able to cut a few weeks out here and there, but we all know how long pregnancy is supposed to take. She should not be pregnant tomorrow and have a baby by Christmas. And I don't understand how Alexis felt reassured by that conversation. I felt like there was a lot of, yes. well, we decided that I shouldn't have to work. And so I'm going to have a baby instead for somebody else. Yes. That is a job. Yep. 
Growing a human is not as easy as everyone likes to think it is. Right. No, I I still do other things and have other jobs while you're doing it. But but no, I felt the exact same way. Her answering about, you know, why she would be able to give the baby to Molly to me did not sound like she was ready to do that. No. It was like, I have it in my head and I'm going to make this money and I don't have to have a job outside the home and that's what's going to work. And instead, no, I don't know that you're not going to get attached to that. Nope. See, that's where I would think, like me personally, if I was going to say that I was going to carry a baby for someone else, I would want it to be someone else's egg. Because then I think I could convince myself, like, I'm just the oven and now here you go. But with using your own egg, there's a lot more psychological that you need to go through. Not saying right or wrong one way or the other, just saying... I feel like that woman needs to talk about it more because she didn't seem to get that connection. Like I know they said there was a 1% chance that she could carry her own baby, but I f- just figured that she would try that first. Try to carry a donor egg. Right. I wasn't paying that much attention to what were her chances of being able to hold a pregnancy. Did they even talk about that? I think they said it was like 1%. And so that's why she moved Maybe on. Maybe she just didn't want that's, I mean, it that's a 99% yeah. chance. I would not take that chance either. I would, because that's also money. That's also emotional. I would just, I wouldn't do that. I would do what they're doing in real time. You're right. You know, you wouldn't expect to get a baby I'd probably Christmas. still be waiting for the doctor to call me back by now. Uh-huh. But I just, I don't feel, I don't know how Alexis is like, Molly is absolutely totally ready for this right now. Right. I thought when she turned to Molly after she left, right, she was gonna be like, listen, said, we need to tell me, right. don't sugarcoat it. Tell me what you really think. And I thought Alexis was going to say, I'm not so sure that this lady sees all sides of it just yet. We right. need to talk a little bit more. And do you see all sides of it? Because right. yeah, it's a, it's an emotional toll. Having a baby in any way that you get it, adoption or surrogacy or, fostering fostering or whatever it's all emotional yeah it's not a just oh here you go yeah close that chapter now i have a baby we <laughs> yeah i agree so yeah i'm just kind of i don't know i feel horrible not liking this right because i want to like it right we've waited for molly and tj to have a baby for years now and now oh, see, i've only been waiting the past couple months that they started talking about oh it. no i just assumed that once they got married that that was going to be the next they're not step. married once they got, they're in a union, they are a partnership, civil. or something. They're in a something that's, yes. that's equal to a marriage in their eyes. So I just assumed that the next step would be a baby for a while. People can get married without wanting kids. People can get married without wanting kids, but they talked about wanting kids before. I don't think they ever did. I they were younger. They even talked about it that they'd never talked about it before. But I think they talked about when they were younger, like when they get older and have a family. I don't know that they like talked about it. I don't think they ever actually talked about it. I think they said, oh, I guess we just thought we would, but they never. That's one of the things is that they said they never actually talked about was this going to be something they were going to do. I could have sworn that they said something about that they never discussed having kids or not. Or not. It was just never anything that they discussed. They discussed having kids or not as far as a timeline. But I think when they were younger, they discussed. Like, they were going to grow up and get married and have a family. Totally fine if you don't want a family. I'm just saying. I don't know. I felt like they were. But whatever. See, I definitely don't 
Now I, I don't just know. don't care anymore. Yeah. It's just, it's taking a turn I don't like. So. Okay. Let's just hope if this whole surrogacy thing works out that it does not get weird and the surrogate does not do anything. Mm. Like, let's not turn that into soapy. Yeah. You know, let's just let it, let's let them have a baby. Yeah. Let's let one pregnancy happen no. on the show. No, it's not going to. That's, that's not going that's to be not ridiculous. Using. That's why they're not. I don't want to say ridiculous, but you know what I mean. Like right. not every single pregnancy and childbirth has to be. But that's why some can just happen. Going to end up using a surrogate egg or a donor egg, I think is what it's called, and then you use the surrogate is because since it is the surrogate's DNA, she's going to get attached. She's going to turn around and be like, "But it's my baby. I want to keep it." And then we're going to have to go through a legal battle and blah blah blah. So this isn't going to be over for another two years, three years. I already don't like it. We can change this story. Yep. Okay, let's let's move on. All right. Other medical stuff I don't like. How about Gladys finally seeing Sasha and then being like, what the heck is wrong with her? What right. do you mean what's wrong with her? He did what you told him to do. And, oh, you're surprised that the shady guy that was able to be blackmailed into doing what you wanted him to do is now blackmailing you? I just can't. And then she goes and tries to cash in Sasha's stock like, that's not going to be suspicious because mm-hmm. everyone's like, doesn't she have insurance? Right. Right. I'm pretty sure she has enough liquid that mm-hmm. she could cover. Okay. Yes. Co-pays can be high. Deductibles can be high. Unless Sasha has like a $250,000 deductible right. that she, needs to be met. She hasn't been in the hospital. This is not like a long-term living facility. She has not received her explanation of benefits yet. <laughs> no, no. It has not been long enough. No, exactly. Exactly. You still have five more mailings before yep. you actually right. get the bill. Exactly. You got to get the, this is not a bill six times exactly. before you finally get the actual bill. So, yeah, I, I, if I was Gladys, I would have felt more comfortable going to Sonny and fessing up and asking right. him for 50000 because 50000 to Sonny is nothing. We heard him just offer Carly millions. Yeah. As opposed to go into deception and admit in front of Lucy and Maxie, oh, hey, I need these liquid because. Right. Of any excuse, because you know they're going to see right through you. Right. Yeah. Not a fan. And then Cody freaks out on Mac and Mac actually raises concern because he's like, well, Dominique did have to go into a mental health facility. Mm-hmm. I'm worried about you. Right. And then Sam comes in and is like, cut the crap. Let's talk. And then she is going to commit him. He's going to have her as POA. Mm-hmm. And the next day she's going to turn around him out, have him committed. Yep. And that's just going to be how that goes. And they don't think that they're not going to keep him away from Sasha being that he already broke in one time and already had to be escorted out. Right. Right. Okay. The, the facility doesn't only have two rooms, I would assume. So. I do appreciate his dedication to. I do too. And he made Sam this. understand. He was like, listen, remember yeah. she was fine. She did this. She was on the show, blah, blah, blah. And then as soon as she goes to give up rights or to terminate uh, Gladys's rights, then it's, Oh, Okay. Now suddenly she's sick again. She's using drugs. Like it doesn't make any sense. So I'm glad yeah. he's smart enough to know that. Ugh, it's I don't just know. frustrating. I don't know how he thinks he's going to be in there and see Sasha. And at the end of the day, even if he sees her, if that doctor is still drugging her, she's going to freak out again. It's not going to be a good experience for her. Like how is he going to keep the doctor from giving her those meds? I don't know. Not going to happen. And how about that nurse saying, like, so casually when Gladys is like, how did she get any type of drugs? She's like, 
oh, well, she still interacts with our medical staff and our custodial staff. Blah, blah. Like, we have shady people right. all over the place that can be bought off. How right. do you think? Right. And exactly. I'm one of them. Pay up. Like, I, I did not think that institutions like readily admitted that. I kind of felt like that was a lawsuit waiting to happen. <laughs> I don't know. You find the right people, you can get stuff anywhere. Okay. Ready to go on to institutions so that you can tell me that I'm right? I am so mad about this. Just, I just want to hear that I'm right. I still don't know. <gasps> we still don't know for sure. You don't know that Cyrus isn't faking his whole religious crap whenever he sat there and said to Austin, um, no, I'm not letting you out of the contract that I paid for all your medical stuff, blah, 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 blah. But is he really the boss? He's the boss, but he obviously has major authority that he has not given up if he could be the one to let him go. I feel like we need more information. I'm more mad about the fact that we just can't let someone be a Christian on the show without having them get rid of all their beliefs. They did it to Griffin. Yeah. Cyrus could have turned around. Like I, that's, I'm not that's where I'm okay. more upset about and is I'm not the fact just... that it really can happen. And now they just possibly undid it. Absolutely. There's the kind of mad that the ponytail has gone. Not going to lie. You know what? I, I think so, that's more intimidating. Uh, no. See, I was so disappointed because I thought it was the ponytail that like creeped me out. And then <laughs> he got the haircut and I'm like, Mm-mm, you still creep me out. Like now you just look more like one of the super religious people that you hear about are not. No, see, now he nicely. looks like he did as Remy mm-hmm. on New Girl. So all I see Mm-mm. is him being a really weird superintendent Mm-mm. and not nope. Cyrus. Nope. I see him as one of those like a cult. super Christian leaders that it turns out that it's actually a cult and he's just funneling money. Into then that's himself. not Christian. And well, Christian is just cover. going yes. to say that. No, you know what i mean you're on the same page when it comes to this the cover is that he is a christian i don't i was like fumbling with my words because i'm catholic and the word is priest but everyone else is not priest so that is where i'm like i don't know what to call him minister they're all people give themselves different titles okay so he is using the cover i don't mean like actual religious organizations it's Cult leaders diff- give themselves yes. different. Okay. So yeah. my my impression of his new look is that his cover is that he is a Christian minister and he's taking all this money from people to do all this great work. And in reality, he's funneling it to himself and to do shady work, which he admitted or Austin admitted for him as he's like this poor woman thinks her husband died, but I kept him alive. Blah, 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 blah. So mm-mm, Cyrus did not turn his life around. You can say it now. But I was right. So I'm curious to see where it goes. What really, really upset me was the don't you want to give me a lollipop or something like that? Because I'm like, crap, you know, Mason. Yep. By the way, does Mason always have the same color lollipop? I I want to track this. Now we should. Yeah. Never look. And how does TJ know Mason? Because remember, TJ said, I think that I've seen you before and Mason covered it with something. So, oh, God, are we going to, like, kidnap TJ again? Didn't Cyrus already kidnap TJ? Yeah, I thought he just meant it like he had seen him in the hospital before. No, there was a there, there was a Mason was trying to dodge 
And I think it worked on TJ, but on it Wednesday? was it was a suspicious thing. Was that on Wednesday? I have no idea. I, I was honestly falling asleep towards the end of Wednesday, so I may have missed something. But he just said, "I have we met before?" And Mason's like, "Blah blah 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 blah." Oh no, I think that would be a good twist if the he was who kidnapped him. TJ. But is he who Cyrus has already kidnapped TJ? Yes. So, so is that who kidnapped? Are we saying possibly Mason is who kidnapped TJ? Years ago. I would love that. But then, how's that going to affect the pregnancy? I don't know, but I would love that. I would love that. To take it that far back, yes. Do that. Make and then that brings Jordan back in. Because the reason that TJ was kidnapped had to do with yes Jordan being undercover mm-hmm. for Cyrus's organization. Why doesn't Jordan know who the boss is then? If it is related to Cyrus, why doesn't Jordan know who it is? Because the person is above Why Cyrus doesn't... But no, 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 no. So if it was Mason, then why doesn't Jordan know who Mason and Austin are? If it has something to do with Cyrus, she was Cyrus's right-hand man. She was Cyrus's go-to. I don't know. So why doesn't she know these people? That's a good question. I know. Loopholes. Good question. Again, for consultations. Paid consultations. Jordan. You don't want to pay your writers, but let's go ahead and pay some girl in Pittsburgh. <laughs> Jordan, please, please does pay it? the writers. We yes. need them back. Please. Oh Thank gosh. you. Yes. Jordan was not thinking about any of that because she was busy visiting Curtis and not getting hit on, but going to get hit oh, on no. by the. Oh, right. Inappropriate is that? Yeah. Hey, man, she's hey. hot. Oh, you used to be married to her? Do you mind if I take her out? Yep. He didn't even say it that nicely, though. He was like, man, your ex wife's hot. And he was like, I, I know. And then he was like, I might have to introduce myself some more or something like that next time. It wasn't even asking permission. It was like, just so you know, I have plans. So I loved having the real life double amputee. I did not have a chance to look up who, well, no, I did Google who it was, but no one popped up. I did like that they had someone talking to him about that. And then the only thing is then at the AA meeting, They have the woman that uses a wheelchair. So I'm like, great. Curtis is going to recover because they have just used two people. They've they've met their quota for disability representation. Mm -hmm. They're good. Yep. No. I I know. We've discussed it. We would like him to stay in the wheelchair or at least, again, stay in the wheelchair in normal amount of time. I've heard people recover from... Spinal cord injuries does not happen in two weeks. Yeah. I don't know. I just, and then I read an article about how much work he has put into studying how to act the way that he does. So he even said something about how um, he'll hold like a quarter in between his knees. So he's focused on that so that his legs don't move. And that he did an excellent take of that scene where he was like hitting his legs. Yeah. But his legs kept moving. And so they had to do a retake because it was not real, mm-hmm. but they were dedicated to the fact that his legs shouldn't be moving. Nice. So it would just be really nice. You know, I don't know. It would have been great to have Chet come back mm-hmm. and have that conversation with him. I'm just really bummed because I'm, I'm going to be upset if they just have him out of the wheelchair by Christmas. Yep. Loved Ava talking to Portia though. Yes. And was like, how about you leave Trina alone? She glows when Spencer comes around. Mm-hmm. Why don't you focus on Curtis? And I'm sorry. 
if you had just gotten married and never even consummated your marriage and your daughter stopped talking to you after your wedding night and your husband moved out, would you have those photos on your desk at work? <laughs> Framed? I mean, if you're all about how it looks, yeah. Pretty sure everybody in that hospital knows the truth. Yeah. Sometimes I feel bad that, like, I don't, I finally just got magnets made of my kids' senior pictures and put them up on my thing at the office. But I'm like, I I'm there enough, just, but I'm not there like every day, nine to five when I was. So I I had family pictures, you know, but yes. now I'm like, I only had like a stay at a desk job once. And I had a picture of Matt up because he was my, you know, primary focus at that point in time. But I never like looked at it and held it in my hands and like lovingly was like, oh man. And especially knowing what happened on her wedding day, that would not be That's a picture what saying. I would cradle in my hands like, oh, we were so happy right. then no. because no one knew what the truth was. That's why you were happy. Maybe if someone had had a candid photo of him popping out of the water, proposing to her, right. that would be different because yes. that was a beautiful day. Yes, exactly. No, I not uh, the I day that it, yeah, that no. your whole life blew up. I don't understand. No. Oh, but Jordan was talking to Curtis though about how he was probably. I think everyone knows that he was he was not the target, right? But he talks to him about Anna or Sunny being the target. Mm -hmm. I still kind of like that we're not entirely sure. Yes, I do think it's Anna. Me too. I do think the target. Well, I think especially now after the fire mm -hmm. that it was Anna, but. Um, I don't know how she's keeping her suspicions of Valentine in. Like she looked in his briefcase and she saw the pikeman thing on the envelope and he's like, what's up? And she's like, nothing. I'm just feeling sad because my house was on fire, blah, blah, blah. And whatever. I could not have that restraint. I know she was a WSB agent and all that stuff, but with someone that is like my intimate partner, I could not have that restraint. I would be like, what the is this? Well, and then she talks to Dante and didn't Dante say, well, what if he's being blackmailed? Yeah, that's an interesting twist. That is an interesting twist, but I don't care. Even if he is being blackmailed, he shouldn't be able to be blackmailed to hurt her. No, I st so I don't think it was him that burnt down the house. I I'm sticking with that. I don't think it was him. I don't think it was him. I don't think, but he I could wouldn't do it. be surprised if he had hired someone. I, I don't, I don't think he knew about it. I don't think he had anything to do with it. He's involved more than he's letting on for sure. Cause he made it sound in the beginning. Like he was just a messenger. Like, Hey, I happen to know this guy. And he asked if you wanted to be partners, Sonny, but that's all I know. Right. I think that he still might be, but he's just being blackmailed into being the messenger. He literally had a message. He did, but I feel like he's way further in than just messenger boy. I'm curious. Me too. I love whenever Anna and Sunny talk, though, and I want some of his food. <laughs> she just stopped by on a whim, right? Like, uh -huh. it wasn't, and he's he like, well, he I'm making us lunch. I, no, he said he was cooking for something else. He was making It was just it to keep his mind, like... Yeah, it was his stress relief. Right. So it wasn't it wasn't intentionally for her. It was I'm just making lunch because I need to not think about stuff. And then he's like, here, sit down. Yeah. And he's like, do you need some more Parmesan cheese? Yes, absolutely. Cover all of it with Parmesan cheese, please. Why are they never hooked up? 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Sonny and Anna? No. Yes. No. No. Mm-mm. I would like that idea way better than Sonny and Nina. But not better than Anna and Valentine. First of all, Robin, Sonny would never do that. I guess. He may have some different ethical codes, but he would never do that to Robin. I don't think he loves Robin way too much. He does love Robin, but I don't know. As they've gotten older, I kind of like their dynamic more than... You could just be friends with them. You can't just be friends. But again, if I have to pick one or the other, if my choice is... no romantic thing between Anna and Sunny. They're more romantic than him and Nina. I'm so tired of them. I I know I never like Nina and that's not any surprise, but it is literally the same conversation every single week. Even Ryan said it this week because he was sitting there as I was finishing up. He was like, didn't they just say this last week? And I was like, yes, they've said it every week for like the past three months. You know what it's kind of reminding me of? She's like Brenda. Brenda used to have the same, you need to get out of your work. You need to be safer okay, conversation Brenda, all the time. Brenda was like 21 and young and naive. Nina is not. That is Sunny true. Sunny was somewhat kind of newer to the business back then. That is true. He was not as established. Yes. Um, Nina should know that Sunny's been in this business the entire time that she's even known of him. By the way, just before I get a ton of hate mail, in no way am I saying that Nina and Brenda are the same. I just was thinking about the fact that Nina or Brenda and him used to break up all the time because he wouldn't. You know, it's the same thing with Robin and Jason. Right. They wanted them to leave and they're like, no, we're not going to. And mm -hmm. not sure if anyone's picked up on this. No woman's ever going to get them to leave their businesses. Right. But it's a difference if you well, just started. Jason's kind of. Yeah. But if you just started a job yesterday and I say to you, hey, this schedule is like really messing with your life. I think you need to quit. I have a good chance, or at least I think I have a good chance of getting you to quit because it's a new job. Hey, you've been established in the job for the past 25 years. And this relationship that's been for the past year is getting messed two. up. Because of it. Two. It's two next yeah. month gag me anyway okay age girl two two gag me with years. a spoon oh my gosh why did we ever say that <laughs> totally <laughs> anyway yeah he's not changing that business so no she doesn't get to do that naive. oh my gosh an entire episode talking in stereotypical like 80s language or something i don't know how long i could i couldn't because i never spoke that way mm -mm. i don't speak valley girl no <laughs> yes you do could you just say gag me <laughs> that's the only thing that came to my mind of 
hearing them again over and over. Rehashing so planning. Everything. She wants him in a maroon tux. Again, feel like the only response to that. Is she trying to make him look Dad like a poinsettia? Ugh. Mm. No, just. I want to know about your business. I can't tell you about my business, but I really want to know. Well, I'm sorry, didn't he fire I can't tell you. Was that yes. last week? Yes. And I'm like, oh, this, yeah. that's what made me think of Brenda. That's what made me think of right. it. Was that he used to buy her stuff all the time when he was trying to yeah. be? That's what made me think of it. Here's here's a here's something pretty. Now shut your mouth. Oh my gosh, I really like this necklace. Gee, I wonder how you paid for it with that job. He's not going to tell you about. Right. <sighs> yeah. That was, that was when I, like, brushed my teeth and stuff this morning because I was, like, finishing up. Mm-mm. Nope, can't watch this. Going to go finish getting ready. So he sent Dex, though, to talk to Book. Yeah. Do you think that Book is Dex's brother? I did think that when I saw them talking. I think that Book is Dex's brother because Dex said that he's pretty much, like, the only one in his family that mm-hmm. went the other way, Right. right? Yeah. And the way that he talked to yes. him, they know each yes. other. They absolutely know each other. I'm curious about that then. Well, I can't wait for Carly to bring it up because Sunny already said to her, so you went to the prison today. And she's like, how do you know? Never mind. I'm not even going to ask that. And so I can't wait for her to be like, have well, she said she saw Dex? She did yeah. see, she, blah, blah, blah. she did say that she saw Dex, but I'm waiting for her to say, they seemed friendlier than just like, hey, hitman showing up warning somebody off. Right. I didn't get why she was so concerned with why Austin was there, though. He is a doctor. He was concerned about it. She was kind. That's she was kind of like, what are you? What's the big deal? He had his doctor bag. I thought he was just going to the infirmary. Wouldn't they still check the doctors to make sure that they don't have pills that they're giving to the inmates directly? That's, that's exactly what I was thinking. I'm sorry. Like, but it would. Right. right. Okay. Right. He could have given him a Band-Aid that would have had the whatever it was. Yes. It could have yes. been under put, the... Put a Band-Aid on him. Like, here, I gave him the shot, and or I took blood. Right. Here's the Band-Aid. That would make sense. But no, it's like when you send your kids to summer camp. You don't get to give them all their meds. It goes to the nurse, and yep. they disperse them. Yep. Same thing in jail. I mean, we're assuming, but I definitely do think that they don't get to take their pills to jail into their cell with them. Right. Because people would be ODing on stuff all the time to go down to the infirmary and hope to get out to go to the hospital. And even if it's a doctor giving it to them, I still feel like that would not. Because as nurse, what was her name? What's her name? I don't know. I want to say Nurse Jackie, but I know that's a show. I don't know. It begins with a J. Janet. Janice. Janice, that sounds right. Okay. I'll agree with you on that one. I'll okay. know if I'm right, though. But yeah, as she says, there's shady people all over the place. Exactly. So yeah, I don't know. Mm. Kind of popped all over the place. What else did we not cover? My notes were very, just tell me that I'm right. Robert finally learns out about Anna's house. Right? While he's in the judges' chambers with Diane, asking about the car show. I like Diane. Ooh, I invited Chris. Uh-huh. Who's Chris? Oh, you don't know him. He goes to another school. <laughs> right. <laughs> Sorry. Yep. Yep. But she was even more sly than that. She did not say you don't know him. She said you don't know them. Yep. So now you don't know, is it Christopher or Christine? Yep. Yep, yep, yep. No idea. And yeah, when he was walking out to check where the judge was, she got that little <laughs> look. Yep. Don't play games with her, Robert. She's not a little girl. She's smart and knows what she's doing. And then Eddie eating cold lasagna. That was cute. I like 
the little spark that they're having between the two of them and that she's seeing the other side of him. And he says that Elvis is his muse. He's like, have you ever heard of him? No. <laughs> and they had Monica call. Yeah. And it was Leslie Charlson. Yeah. They're not killing her, right? I don't think so. Because she said she was worried about her. She's only been gone a week, but she's worried about her. Do you think Olivia's going to get the house? That would be good. That would be so good. Not going to lie. I, I saw that being discussed and I was yeah. like, oh, that's a really, because I was trying to find when was the last time we saw her. And it was some point last year. Right. And Eddie did say nice digs you have here or something. Yeah. And there was something that Olivia. Yeah. 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 And I don't think Olivia or I don't think Monica will give it to a true quarter man. She's not going to give it to Tracy. So. Are you kidding me? Well, she could do Brooklyn or Ned even, but I don't no. think she'll give it to any of I them. I think she'll give it to Olivia. Yeah, that would be nice. I don't think they're killing her off. I think they're just going to write her in a story that she's not around. She has to come back for Bobby, though. Oh, I would Like, when this all happens. Would. Oh, yeah. Ugh. But Eddie sings a song to Olivia, and he said something about a siren. Mm-hmm. I think the siren's Lois. Oh, that he's like, I have this vision, you know, that I keep see. I think it's going to be Lois, but wait, he's already seen a picture of her. Yeah. And wasn't. So what is it? Uh. I don't know, but it's not like when Sonny was having those visions of Carly when he was Mike in Nixon falls. Right. Don't do that again. Mm-mm. No, no. We did it once. We're done now. But so just really curious. Uh, Sunny intimidated Betty. Yes. Totally messing with her. Yep. Stay away from Avery. Right. But why? She has a cold. I didn't like that he didn't tell Ava, though, because then Trina is like, is Avery okay? And she's like, what are you talking about? Yep. Although, to be fair, it could just, Trina could have just said, is Avery feeling better? Right. And that would have been, yeah. Right. So, but then Betty and Joss just getting all snippy with each other at the pool and... Dex was obviously there to check on Betty. Right. That's the thing. There was a lot of real one-offs this week that, like, we never saw Betty and Joss again. Mm-hmm. And then Sunny went and saw Carly at Kelly's. Yes. Which did change. She did change Kelly's. She got rid of the menus behind. I did not like that. Nope. And there was an article on August 4th. Carly redecorates her life. Will f- fans protest change- changes at Kelly's? Yes. Yes, what was will. the first thing I said? I, I do not want another Metro court. Yep. General Hospital spoilers reveal some fans are worried that the current storyline taking Carly Spencer. Stop it with the pop-ups. I don't care. <laughs> go away, Pinterest. Oh, my gosh. Get me back to the article. There we go. Through a bit of transformation, we'll parlay into her transforming Kelly's into something unrecognizable. Will the classic diner lose all of its hometown appeal and charm as Carly tries to breathe new life into it? It's not an unfounded concern that Carly's professional expertise and experience in this industry have been more upscale establishments, but the fans don't want another Metro court to dine in. That's right. They want an unchanged BLT recipe and the checkered curtains with that St. Patty's Day neon green sign. Yep. And that was from Soap Opera Spy on August 4th. So glad I'm not the only one specifically saying do not give us many Metro court. It has to be what everyone's thinking. It has been the same forever. Yeah, I'm okay. So I missed the menus and everything, but it does 
still feel like the same vibe-ish. Yes. I don't think that she changed it too much if it stays like If it this. stays where we are right now. Right. But cool. if she keeps every week changing something, no. by the end of... There was music playing in the background again, though. There was. I don't know who it was. I wasn't. Neither do I. But that was a nice... I don't feel like we get that. Mm-mm. And then... Oh, let's go with Finn at the AA meeting. And this is where I said, token person in a wheelchair. I guess they won't need Curtis to have one. Yeah. Um, the books behind him and Alexis in the room, though, were Q is for Quarry and Psychology of a Memory. Or Psychology okay. of Memory. Sorry, not a memory. Of memory. But basically, he didn't even know that she was in the room. No. And was saying about how hurt he was, that this person knew something life-changing about his father. Or about someone he loved. He didn't say his father. Right. But about someone he loved. And he talked through it. And then Alexis obviously lovingly confronted him mm-hmm. about, I'm sorry, I didn't tell you. I just didn't. It wasn't her place. No. And I'm sure that I do think that there would have been a line that if Gregory got too, too bad, she would have yes crossed it into. But it's like right now he's trying to figure things out, not to worry you guys. He's trying to give you, you know, your last mm-hmm. memories of him before this. Right. I didn't like that Gregory went to Elizabeth before going to Chase. I liked that he went to her. Yes. That was very nice for him to say, I want you to know this because Violet saw me fall and you're the one who's going to be comforting them. That might be why, because she does, Chase does spend a lot of time with Violet though, but that might be why. That would have been part of my reason I would have told Chase ASAP because what if Violet says something to him the same way she did to Finn? Yeah. Yeah. And again, little kids do that. Yeah, because they don't know. So I, I think he should have told, should have told Chase first. And he's going to give up his driving. Yes. But then Finn and Tracy played backgammon, and yeah. she is whooping his behind she in is. it. I liked his idea of personalized scorecards. Yes, that was cute. And then I like how they dodged each other's questions. That was sweet. Yeah. Like, nope. I'm. I don't want to have to lie to you. So just don't ask me. Mm-hmm. And then Brooklyn comes storming in because they talked about, oh, so back with the Sasha's stocks being frozen. Right. Lucy and Maxie revealed that they are, in fact, being sued, that the design is being scrutinized. Mm -hmm. You know, they've submitted their paperwork. The other person submitted their paperwork. Right. And Brooklyn put two and two together and flipped over the board. Mm Mm-hmm. And Tracy just has no issue being like, there's no friends in business. I am doing what I have to do. And Brooklyn asks, but who is it that you're working with? Like, at least justify it to me that this is your best friend or this is your company or something. Right. And she's like, no, it's just somebody that I'm working for. What? Yeah. And at first I thought that Tracy was very shocked by the things that Brooklyn was saying that they were, I don't know. There was a look on her face Almost like she was proud of Brooklyn for yelling at her. Yeah. And then when Brooklyn said, no wonder nobody wants to, like, no wonder dad doesn't want to be your son. Right. Ooh. Oh, and Finn asked about Luke, and that's what Tracy said she couldn't lie to him about. Yeah. Talking a lot about Luke. Yeah. Again, I feel like if we're going to come up on Bobby's funeral, how are we not going to have a guest appearance? I don't know. I'll be crying through the whole thing, but I don't I'll understand be a mess. how I just feel like Luke would not miss that. And I also feel, obviously I don't know him personally, but I feel like Anthony Gary would be like, yes, I have to come back for this. Yeah. So 
I guess speaking of coming back, the gallery's back. The gallery is back. I was back. so excited about that. I was excited for you. I was like, oh, that's <laughs> a pretty picture. I wonder if we can get that one. I love the dress that Trina had on. I know we don't normally talk about fashion unless it's um the nurse's ball, but I loved that dress. Yeah. It looked cute, but like age appropriate. I, I liked that. I liked Spencer giving her details of his childhood that he hadn't given her before Mm -hmm. when she's like, why do you always see the worst? And he's like, cause when I was eight, my best friend was my Butler. Right. Like that's who was hanging out with me. Yeah. I wasn't hanging out with other kids. I wasn't hanging out with my dad. It was my Butler. Mm -hmm. And I think that she finally got to understand, but then Esme texted and was like, Oh, you're going to be home for dinner. Yeah. But they kind of talked through that. Yeah. (laughs) You know, I, I feel like as long as they continue talking, they're going to make it through. It's not easy. It's not going to be easy. But again, with Portia showing up and was like, oh, yeah, how are those parenting classes with Esme? Mm -hmm. I think when Laura gets back, it'll ease some of the tension because it won't just be the two of them taking care of Ace then. Yeah. And so if he's she won't be texting him, are you coming home from dinner? It will be Laura saying, hey, I'm ordering in. Should I count you in the dinner count well the thing is too spencer's like i don't understand why she's asking me ace's dinner is like mush yeah you know so i he's at least oblivious right to yes which has to be comforting to trina because that means that yeah and he's like the only thing i'm thinking of is my brother Mm -hmm. like i have to be there for my brother i have to make sure he's okay all that stuff like that's all that i'm worried about esme's there obviously so yes what else Oh, I think the last thing would just be... Okay, so Drew and Carly at the... Uh, I, I don't remember what they I, talked about. I, I kind of just blanked like, out on... They like went all the way around it. Was it all they, the same? They spent the time... Well, first there was the phone call. And yes. she, he said, how did you know I was... How long I was supposed yes. to be in solitary yes. to begin with? And she told him about the deal that Sunny hooked him up. And then whenever she goes to visit him... They spent the first five minutes talking about Austin and then they were kind of glaring over at Dex and then they, I feel like they just talked like, oh, are you okay? That same conversation they always have. Are you okay? Are you okay? What have you been doing? I'm in prison, so I haven't been doing much. And explaining to her, because she was concerned, aren't the people who are against Cyrus now going to be against you That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he said, well, yeah, but in jail, you kind of have to pick a side. So, yeah. I did what I had to do. I don't know. So then the only thing that was left was Stella at GH talking with that young woman about Uh, how her mom and Felicia started talking to her about her work. However, Stella's like, I'm a social worker. Right. You go to school for that. You are educated for that. Yes. I know Sean Donnelly offered to pay for Felicia's education, but she did not graduate with anything, right? Nope. Not that I'm aware of. I mean, maybe so there's some had, kind of a certificate program or something well, for her to be a patient advocate. filling out like an application for being a patient advocate. So it must not require the same level of I education. I feel like you that, would need that kind of a background, though. I don't know. That's just, I feel like being a patient advocate is more of Stella's retirement, keeping herself busy work. You know, she's still doing what she was doing, but in the hospital type of thing. Maybe it can be kind of like a tag team approach where Stella handles certain things because she does have the degree, but Felicia can like call people and reach out and be like, Hey, did you know you qualify for this? 
program? Can I help you get that paperwork together? Like there has to be some more personal stuff that she's allowed to know that doesn't quite get to the level that Stella does. This program says they provide unparalleled health advocacy and business training while supporting a dynamic community of professional health advocates. They work directly with patients and their families to promote the patient's interests as they navigate the complexities of the healthcare system. As a health advocate, you can make significant differences in the lives of your patients, your clients, learn how to practice as a private professional advocate in a meaningful career, and they have an advocacy academy. Oh, and it looks like it takes about three months. Oh, okay. So maybe that's 14 what courses. Felicia was registering for. Like you get accepted into the program. There's a certificate. And then you have to take the classes. There are no education requirements for many patient advocate positions, but some jobs do need an associate's or bachelor's degree in social services or another related field. Okay. So there you go. GH doesn't require it. Or she's going to have like this into the program. Yeah. And And I do think that life experience should be taken into account for. Oh, yeah. Different positions like this, because I know at least from our experience with different providers, they're not paid very well. But the ones who are the best at it have had some kind of a tie in. Yes. To it. And for example, I'm actually not qualified to be on someone's payroll. And yet. I know that I am more than qualified right. for those jobs because I have self-educated yes. on all the different things and have my own little note. I should just start my own service organization. There you go. I'll work for you. Get all my networking pieces together and make Maybe. my own. Well, in a way, I have that nonprofit that I want to start one day that could tie in. I wouldn't want to be a service provider, though. There's too much red tape. Anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> I think that was it, though. All right. Well, I kind of dragged us into the reality reality check. We tend to do that. Anything good and exciting reality check? Um, My daughter finished her third work program of the summer on Friday. Um, She did some welding this week. Wow. She welded a little heart. It was really cute. I asked her to put a magnet on it and put it on the fridge, and she has not done it yet. So we'll get on her about that. (laughs) This is going to sound so petty, but my massage therapist is finally back. Um, the last time I had a massage from her, no. Okay. The last time I had the massage that I regularly get from her was in March of 2020 because of personal health reasons. So she does it out of her house. Right. You talked about getting a facial from her. She does both. Well, no, no, no. She announced that she was coming back. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I had to find somebody else before. I had to find somebody else for, but I finally got one this week and it was so nice. It was so nice to have her back. She's not doing the facials yet. She's waiting on some new equipment um, because she hasn't been doing them for three and a half years. Ah. So, but I ran into her at one place where I didn't know that she was working there. And Ah. so I did get a massage and a facial from her probably about a year and a half ago, but it was at another place, but it's just so nice to be like I'm back on her calendar. It's once a month. It's, nice. She makes it affordable because she thinks everyone should have the right to access therapeutic massage. And yes, they do. <laughs> um, I did a self-defense class on Wednesday. Oh, that was fun. I had a shrimp boil for my company on Thursday. And a bridal shower yesterday. See, I love how some weeks I have nothing. Right. You are. And then it's like, I got a massage. My daughter is doing stuff. Self-defense, shrimp boil, bridal brunch. Wow. Yes. I'm tired. Mm -hmm. And 
not like, sorry, I just like shot up my hand. <laughs> it's not like that big of a deal, but I picked up a new book from the library and I didn't realize that it was the sequel to another book. Oh, nice. So thankfully I never read the book jackets. Like if people post a book on Facebook, I'll kind of just skim it real quick and yeah. then go, Oh, that sounds interesting. I'll read it. Mm-hmm. So I'm not that snobby when it comes to books. Cause I re- that's how you find new things to read. Thankfully I text my friend and I was like, listen, I didn't realize this was like a two part series. Do I have to read the other one first? Mm-hmm. And the other, the one that I had to read first arrived yesterday morning. And so my husband got it for me while I was at the bridal brunch. And so I spent all afternoon oh, nice. after the bridal brunch, just reading, which that's heaven for me. Yes. So, and I just need 17 card stickers on my Monopoly Go to finish my <laughs> packs. Yes, yeah, so I came We're up post our link. Right, exactly. Our Facebook I, group. I came up with <laughs> a brilliant idea of we sit here and talk about, I don't know how you can be my friend. You can be my friend if you click the link. So but how do you get the link? Is it just the invite friends yeah, thing? Yeah. Okay, and then we, we'll just post that on our. Right, like I sent you a link that you clicked on to yeah. me if you just post that. So I'll resend you my link to send it. But anyway. Oh, cool, okay. And then if you have cards that you need, you can let us know and we can hopefully try to send you some. And if you want to complete our sets, I don't even need that many. I think there's three non-gold star, non-gold stickers that I need and I cannot get them. Like I have been in all the other Facebook groups that say they give me a little bit more devoted to this than I am. Like, (laughs) It's a competition because Ryan started before me and I want to finish. And even if he doesn't, so, um, and I'm ahead of him right now. And so I know you can't trade gold stickers, but I just need these three. But they're the three that like everybody wants. And then I was frustrated because I've been playing on Megan's phone too. Cause like she signed up, but she's not oh as my interested. Gosh. Yeah. She signed up, but she's not as interested. And I'm like, here, I want to see if you can get a card I need. She's getting all the cards that you and I were like, not fighting over, but complaining about that. Um, the cub one that it took forever to get. She got that like right away that, oh. um, Phoenix one. She got that one already. Okay. I'm like, how are you doing this? It's not fair. Not extras, but still like not fair that you got those first. So yeah, I am, I am a little addicted. So yeah, join, you can join our link and be our friend and then we can all complete our sets before the time runs out. But besides playing, I was going to say, I'm like, what else is your, <laughs> besides playing Monopoly. So last weekend we went to Cedar Point. That's why we had recorded on Friday and I had not been there since I was in high school. So none of the kids had been there. So it was fun just to, to get the new experience, Madeline tried some stuff that it's so funny. She, I think it's called the air air something, but it's where you sit in a, in a like circle on the outer side of it. And then it swings you all the way up and back. We have something like that. The arrow 360 is what we call it. It's like that, but it, it goes further up. Like it goes way up and back. So she can ride that. Okay. Okay. Like, I am obviously substantially larger than her and it makes my butt lift off as you're going up high. So I'm like holding on tight, like praying the way that I do. And I'm on those rides. She did that ride. She loved it. She asked to go on it. We went on a second time. She wanted to go on it a third time. She loved that ride. She cries on the pirate ship. Really? <laughs> right? I'm saying it to make fun of her. Cause you're a kid. You don't have to ride anything. You don't want to ride. I try to tell my kids to try things at least once. And then if you hate it, you never have to do it again. But even some of those big rides at Cedar point, I was not putting my butt on. So she didn't want to try them. She didn't have to, but yeah, she rode this thing a million times and the pirate ship, she like had her arm clenched through my arm and her well, other arm clenched. Is it because through the other one had more. So in the pirate ship though, you only have the bar. Yeah. And the other one, at least 
it kind right. of what it has like the harness over you yes, and everything. Yes, yes. Does the other ride have I, that? It is. That is the difference between the two of them. But she does not say that that's the difference because she's okay in like roller coasters that go upside down that just have the seatbelt and the lap. Part. Yeah, those ones I don't understand. I don't understand those I either. love roller coasters. Those I still don't understand. But she them. she's okay with that. So it it was just kind of funny to see the different rides that you know one kid is like, oh my god, I hate this, and another kid's like. Oh, I hate this. And then they have um, the the something revenge, and it's like it looks like a wooden roller coaster, but the actual track is metal. Yes. And you had to go through two metal detectors to get on it because it goes so fast that if you had anything in your pocket that flew out, you could hurt somebody. And so they were making. Well, they're the ones who were just sued because. That, that I mean, happened. That would make sense. So Madeline saw the seat and like saw what it did. And she was like, no, I'm not riding that. And the I old was vengeance. Like, there, there you go. And I was like, yeah, I'm fine with not riding that too. And the rest of my family members made fun of us for not riding it. When they got off the ride, at least two of them hugged me and told me they thought they were going to die. So they liked it. Like they wanted to do it again. But I was like, mm-hmm, don't make fun of me and Madeline. Okay. Cause I would have been very upset if I rode a roller coaster that I actually thought was going to kill me. But, yeah, it was just a fun little mini trip. And then um, the kids started school this week. So I see my daughter's. Well, she technically started on Thursday, but because she was finishing that work program, she gave her the first two days Uh off because she's doing a work program. Right. So it's not like. Yeah. No, she'll start tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. No, they started Wednesday and uh, Megan is still choosing to do online. And then Madeline is going to a new school building and she just jumped right out of my car and walked in like she owned the place. I don't know where she gets it from because I've been crying for my mommy to walk me in. So, yeah, it impresses me all the time. But she's liking it so far. They get to take special, like, specials there, like, join clubs for the last um, end of it. And next year she's already talking about one of the choices is woodshop, and she wants to do woodshop. And I'm like, oh, okay, good for you. I'm glad that they still have that because, yeah. like, that was a class when I was in middle school. that I took it in eighth grade seventh and eighth grade i think mm-hmm. which will only be in sixth grade next year so i was shocked that they were doing it already but yeah. anyway yeah so i mean it was just a oh, regular do you know what we didn't talk about i'm so sorry and i just totally cut you off what um that boy scout kid came back this week wyatt and jake was in oh so we should yes. release our conversation with hudson west yes sorry that's where i was no, just that's like perfect yes yes oops yep Yep, yep, yep. I mean, I know I, that there was nothing really. It, it wasn't. It, it was wasn't. Cute, but I was like, oh shoot, we should makes, probably do. It makes sense yeah. that my like normal mom conversation would trigger that though, because that was a normal mom conversation. Because right. he's like, well, if I do it again, and Liz is like, you're gonna do it again. I know you're gonna do it again. Right. <laughs> of course, we'll try it. So yeah, that was what my week basically was of just mom stuff. But it was. It's nice to get back into the routine yes as much as i hate getting up early it's nice to be like okay we have this this and this to do and oh she cheered at her first cheer game because we had missed last week from being away and so that was very nice they all got ribbons to honor um the boy that passed away in the explosion that's now part of their official uniform is that they have a ribbon that has his number on it so nice are they retiring his number yes they retired his number that's what i was yep yeah okay well, I'm glad that I had my excitement before that. Um, yeah, so join us on Thursday as we revisit our chat with Hudson West. Yay. Have a good week. And we'll meet you at the pier. Bye. Bye. 
If you enjoyed today's show, we invite you to go to peer54podcast.com to subscribe on your favorite platform. Don't forget to leave us a review. And you can also follow us on many social media channels. Just search for Peer 54 Podcast. Also, we are not perfect, so if there is something that we missed or messed up, just let us know by emailing us at peer54podcast at gmail.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.